0: Welcome back to the Baptist Friends Podcast with Dr. Clarence Sexton, where we gather around truth, friendship, and world evangelism. Hey, this is Pastor Clarence Sexton from the Temple Baptist Church and the Crown College. I've had many influential friends in my life. Someday I'd like to just talk to you about people that God has used to influence me, and I give God the glory. I think about my third grade teacher, Miss Burns, Miss Burns, tall, slender, beautiful woman to me, but what a loving example. I had not gone to school but six weeks in the first grade, two different schools. I didn't go at all in the second grade, started back in the third, and thank God in his providence, he gave me Miss Burns for a teacher. She said so many kind things to me. She, she was the one who taught me how I was to learn. In other words, I had a little bit of a learning disability with dyslexia, just a little bit, and so she, she taught me how I could be more patient with things and how I could take more time. I may not win the math race on the math contest, but I could get it all right. What loving moments we had together, and I, I remember her so well. That's been so many years ago. <laughs> oh, my, so many years ago. More than 60 years, but how I love her and love thinking about her and the memory of her. As a matter of fact, she was such an influence in my life. When Miss Burns went to heaven, I drove 700 miles to be a part of her funeral. May God bless her sweet memory. My high school principal, Robert Davis, was a great influence to me, a tremendous influence. Uh, He was the first man uh, that I held with that kind of stature who said to me one day after an episode when I had to be disciplined in high school, he said to me, Clarence, God has something special for your life. It almost almost knocked me out of my seat. I, I mean, it was so shocking. I think the principal of the high school is saying this to me. Not a preacher. I found out later he was a deacon in the First Baptist Church, but he said, God has something special for your life. You know... Honestly, I remember those words and him saying those words just as if they were spoken yesterday. God has something special for you. My first pastor, my first real pastor was a man named Dillard Hagen. I had gotten acquainted with Ernest Condi, who was a, a sweet, wonderful pastor. And I thank God for Brother Conde and his wife. But... Dillard Hagen became my pastor when Evelyn and I began to go together and then got married later, and Brother Hagan was our pastor. Brother Hagan showed such, such love and patience with me. Oh, how patient he was. And he was a strong Bible man. He introduced me uh, to the man under whose ministry I was called to preach, Dr. C.E. Autry. On and on and on I could go about people. And from those people, I've learned priorities. And I want to talk to you a little bit about properly placed priorities. I heard one of my friends, Dr. Curtis Hudson, say that one day, our priorities need to be properly placed priorities. And he used a little illustration to get our attention. He took a three by five card and he said to all of us who were listening, and I remember. Uh, How he did it, he said, draw a line horizontally from left to right. And write on the left end of that horizontal line, my birth. And estimate on the right end of that horizontal line, on that three by five card, my death. Of course, no one knows when that appointment will come. And uh, I'm, I'm no longer fearful that death will jump out of the shadows and say, now it's your time. Because Jesus has conquered death, hell, and the grave and I'm not afraid, and I give God the glory for that. But back to Dr. Hudson's illustration, he said, on that line, put birth on one end and death on the other. Then I want you to take an X and make an X on the line where you think you are, meaning how much life you've lived and how much life you think you may have yet to live. That was so many years ago, and I can remember moving that X pretty close to the left side, of the beginning of that line. Today, I wouldn't move it so close to the left side as I would move it closer to the right-hand side of that line. But then he said, I want to talk to you about properly placed priorities because the only time you have to place them is everything from that X to the end of the line. All the other gone now. It's either been... Wrongly placed or properly placed. And so, properly placed priorities. This is what following Christ is all about. The Bible says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. The Lord Jesus found men who had been catching live fish and casting them aside to die. But he called them to fish for men men who were dead in their trespasses and sins and bring them to Jesus and Jesus make them alive forever. This is our priority. Did you know you may not consider yourself to be a soul winner but anyone who's a Christian can be a faithful witness. I once knew a man who won people to the Lord who could not read or write. He memorized the scriptures I mean just enough scripture to talk to people about the Lord. He memorized John 3.16. He memorized Romans 3.23. He memorized Romans 5.8. He memorized Romans 6.23 and 10.13. This is the true story. I met the man. He was a mighty soul winner. And he even carried a New Testament and acted as if he was reading those verses from the New Testament. He had a mark, but he couldn't read. But did he ever have a passion for Christ? I'm telling you, God can use anyone. That means he can use me. And I believe the Lord was hard up when he found me and called me. But I thank him. And God may be hard up today as he's calling you and singling you out to follow him and be a faithful witness for him. But he's doing that. And you can learn how to talk about Jesus. You just have to know one thing, that he saved you, that he's come into your life, In our churches, we get everything running and moving. We think that God is so very pleased with our activity. But what is the priority we need? Activity is a poor substitute for spirituality. A poor substitute. Jesus said, follow me. Think of it. Follow me. It's about a person. It's not a follow-up program we need it's follow me you know honestly i don't want to i don't be harsh or hard about this but many people can read books and memorize things and uh, follow charts and say i've completed the course and i've completed the follow-up program and still not be people who are following the lord the lord should follow me follow me and I will make you fishers of men. If we have everything else right and this one thing wrong, then we have not succeeded where God wants us to succeed. We may have succeeded everywhere else, but we've actually failed in this most important area. It only appears that we've succeeded, but we have failed, miserably failed. My friend, Dr. Lee Robertson, who's now in heaven, said many times in my presence the most, that most Christians do more witnessing to the lost in the first six months they're saved than they do the entire rest of their lives. Why is this? It's because our passion for Christ and our gratitude to God for what he's done for us is fresh on our hearts. And that's what it takes to move us. We're nearer the cross. We're closer to God. We're still thrilled with what God has done for us, and we want people to know it. I remember when I was saved, the first thing I wanted was my brother to be saved. When someone showed me the way of salvation, I wanted him to know the way of salvation. I wanted my mother to know the way of salvation. I wanted my sisters to know the way of salvation. I wanted my family to be saved. Do you still have a passion for those you love who do not know Christ? Then keep extending the circle. Following Christ and fishing for men must remain our priority. If we lose this, what are we to do? Let us pray Lord, help me to be willing to admit that my priority is wrong and I need properly placed priorities in this work. Oh, may God help us today, beloved. May God raise up a new generation. Of faithful witnesses. This is what we need Faithful witnesses. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Baptist Friends Podcast. Never miss an episode by subscribing today. And make sure to join us next time as we continue to gather around truth, friendship, and world evangelism.